0: Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together Podcast. Gentle Jazzy, because I've just done a yoga class, so I'm feeling nice and relaxed. In fact, I'll put a link in the show notes to the amazing Tamsin Jardinier who of Little French Retreats. You remember she was on the podcast a few weeks ago? Amazing. If you want a virtual yoga class. Please, you have to go and visit her site. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode. We've got a coaching episode this week. I want to talk to you about signing up new clients and how it is not your job to convince someone that you are the right coach or consultant service provider for them okay? That's their job. It's not your job to convince them. So this is one of those paradigm shift episodes that I think is really, really important one. I'm dying to get going on this one because this is one you're going to want to come back to. All right, let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes, and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week, via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. So, like I say... When it comes to signing up new high ticket clients, enrolling them into your one-on-one service or your high ticket programs, your job isn't to convince that prospective client that you're right for them. Okay. Think about it. Do you want to have to make someone believe something or do you just want them to believe it? Do you want to have to persuade someone? to work with you. No, you want them to absolutely be dying to work with you. And I think this is why people really struggle with the S word, the sales word. And everyone falls into one of two camps. Either you're someone who loves and embraces selling and you're not intimidated by it, and you're very successful at it. And that's fabulous. But if you're someone to whom selling feels super uncomfortable, that you hate that time when it comes to the conversation of having to sell yourself to someone else, then you're going to really appreciate this episode. Because I think selling feels uncomfortable for a reason. And that is because you shouldn't need to do that. This is going to have people up in arms saying, Jill, that's unrealistic. People have to master it. They have to get good at selling. Well, it depends on how you're using the word. And like most things in business, you know, you can state a case for completely different sides of an argument just by arguing over the language that we use to describe things. But I tell you one thing I know, to be sure, is that I and lots of people in my world feel really uncomfortable when selling is about countdown timers, fast action bonus, prices going up tomorrow, act now buy now. If you want to get on a call with me, make sure your husband is also there or your wife is also there as if one person isn't going to be able to make the decision on their own. So I've got to actually thrust that in their face and say, oh, before I get on a call with you, you need to both be there. The school of selling that tells you that you've got to crush someone's spirit by catastrophizing what will happen to them if they don't sign up with you, right? That is icky. That's horrible. Who wants to sign up clients in that way? I just think that's gross. And here's the thing. If you're outstandingly good at what you do, and those are the people I work with, right? The coaches and the consultants and service providers that I coach, that I work with, are outstandingly good at their thing. And so for those people, It doesn't have to be like that. Selling doesn't have to feel like that. Selling can be about having a normal conversation with someone. It's all about the connection. It's all about the relationship. Thinking about, okay, so if I'm not going to use these sales tactics, like the very uber pushy Sales copy and the scarcity tactics, you know, I really do hate the thing of when people say that price is going up next year and you know, damn well that if you get on the phone with someone, you're going to drop that price because you're going to be in that scarcity mindset that's going to say to you, I've got to enroll this client. As soon as you do that, you know, as soon as you do something disingenuous within your business like that, it sets a tone across your whole business. And that doesn't just communicate itself to your clients. It also guides how you feel about the way you act within your business. Be squeaky clean within your business. It feels good. Don't tell fibs. Don't make out that something's going away when you know that you're just going to reinvent it like a phoenix from the flames at a different guise. Don't do all of that stuff. Let me tell you one thing, right? If you want to work with higher ticket clients, if you want to price your higher ticket offers in line with the value you provide, then the kind of clients that you want to work with are way too sophisticated to fall for those kind of tactics you just don't need to do it, right? So you're probably asking at this point, well, if I'm not going to be using those kind of tactics that we've all been taught to do to sell, how do we actually sign up new clients? How am I going to get these new clients? Where are they going to come from? Where do these high ticket clients come from? So if it's not your job to convince them and you've made a decision that you're not going to play those kind of hard sell games, then what is it? Okay. And here's what it is. You give those prospective clients the information they need to make the right decision for them. And if working with you is the right decision for them, they will persuade themselves of that. You don't need to do that for them. When you feel compelled to do anything more then giving them the information they need to make the right decision for them, that is coming from your own scarcity and lack mindset. It's coming from your worry around when that next client is coming and where they're coming from. So this is how I feel about it. If someone isn't desperate to work with me after I've given them all the information they need, and that includes, remember, a taste of what it's like to work with me, we'll go into that in a bit, then if they aren't desperate to work with me after that, then I'm not the right coach or consultant for them. It means that there is something that they're looking for that I can't give them. And so any service that I do give them, if I decide to try and persuade them to enroll with me, isn't going to be right for them. So if I then convince them using my uber slick sales techniques, if I then convince that client to work with me, I'm setting myself up to fail because they are the best judge of whether I'm the right coach for them. As long as I've given them all of the relevant information to make that decision. And the flip side of that is that if I present the right information to my prospective client, and if I give them that generous taste of what it's like to work with me. I offer a full 60 minutes of business coaching to anyone who would like to think about working with me because I want them to experience what it's like. I don't need the tacky sales techniques. I just need them to have the information of what it means to work with me and a taste of what it feels like to work with me. And then I give them one other thing as well. I give them time and space to think about the investment. And I don't mean just the investment in money. They need to think about the investment in terms of their time, in terms of their goals, and in terms of their budget, of course. But I'm really transparent about all of that. And this is where your robust money mindset work is going to pay dividends here. As soon as you get really comfortable with the fact that the clients are coming. If you're outstandingly good at what you do, the clients will come because the right clients will self present themselves to you. They will put their hands up for you. So if I've presented the right information and I've given them that taste of what it's like to me, and I've given them the time and space to think about the investment, then if they come back to me, with, okay, Jill, I've thought it through. Yep, I'm 100% committed. When can we start? Can't wait to get going. Then I know that that's a client I can help. I know that that client is right for me and I'm right for them. And that feels incredible. Anything less than that is a mistake. And once you can get to a point in your business where you're confident of that, and often this means increasing your prices, it means addressing that money mindset. It means doing the work to make sure that your messaging is reaching the right kind of clients. Then you know when they put their hand up and they're a yes, you know that this is going to be a great experience for both of you. So. Thinking about what is the information then that we need to give them? So we know it's a taste of working with us and we'll come to that in a minute. But what other information does a client need to know to know that they need you? I'm going to say that again. What does a prospective client need to know to know they need you? Think about the old cliche. Oh yeah, I'm trotting this one out. People work with people they know, like, and trust. Oh, it's an oldie but a goodie, isn't it? And do you know why it's a cliche? It's bloody true. It is a hundred percent true. So, bring that back to the information about you that those clients need to have to know that they need you. It needs to tick those boxes. So, your brand, your brand needs to be authentic. Your personal brand, your business brand, it needs to be authentic. It needs to be transparent and consistent. You need to have done that groundwork with your brand to make sure that you're positioned to speak directly to your ideal clients. You've got to have done the groundwork to know who those ideal clients are and what motivates them. Yeah. Because they need to feel straight away that you get them. They need to understand. That you really get what their problems are and what their desires are in equal measure, because that's what will make them feel like they know you. So, when you think about your marketing, which is obviously the thing that brings prospective clients into your world so you can have these conversations and put the information in front of them, your marketing messaging needs to really speak to those ideal clients. You need to have crafted the exact offers that those ideal clients want and need. And again, that's the knowing. They need to know that you get them. Your pricing, it needs to accurately reflect the value you deliver. How many times have I said to you, you can charge as much as you like, as long as What you deliver is of equal value to what you charge. So if you know that you're bloody outstanding at what you do, and you know that you make a difference in people's lives, in their businesses, in their health, you know, whatever arena you work in, if you know that you are outstandingly good at getting people the transformations they're looking for, then you can charge a premium price for that. And in fact, it's important that you do so that your ideal client they need to know you. They need to know you. They need to like you. They need to trust you. The trust, a big one here, is you need to be serving your existing clients at an incredibly high level and make sure that you're collecting testimonials and their recommendations accordingly, because that kind of social proof is what builds trust with prospective clients. You need to be visible. This podcast is an example. But It's not really me being visible, is it? Because you can't see me. But you know what I mean. My voice is in your ears. You're listening to the things I'm saying and we're building a relationship between us where you're hopefully beginning to understand that I know. You, I understand you. I hope that it's giving you a flavor of my personality. I want you to like me. Of course I do. Who doesn't? And I hope that by showing up consistently for you, that I'm building trust with you. I hope that my clients that work with me, who provide me with glowing testimonials and recommendations, I hope that that gives you trust and faith that one day you might want to work with me. Can you see how that works? This is all of the information that you need to give your prospective clients so that they know that they need you. So the information is one side of it. What's the other side of it? The other side of it is giving them that taste of what it's like to work with you. Now, this is where we ramp up the know, like and trust to the next level, because now they're actually going to get to know you they're actually gonna decide whether they like you and whether they trust you. So for me, as a business coach and consultant, that means inviting my prospective clients to apply for a breakthrough session with me. I have to make this application only because it is a true investment of my time. I spend a full hour on giving a demonstration of how I coach, how I coach around business. I want a potential client to finish the call with me, having gained a huge insight on that call. So when you hear people saying to you, don't give away too much, don't coach on a discovery call, I want you to call complete and utter freaking bullshit on that because it is. Why would you not give a client a real taste of what it feels like to work with you? You'll have people that will say to you, well, if you solve their problem on the first call, they're not going to pay to work with you. Trust me, if you solve all of a client's problems in one 60-minute phone call, please DM me your number because I will hire you. You know, it just doesn't work like that. Give a demonstration. People need ongoing support, particularly if you're a coach or a consultant. It's not about a quick fix in an hour. It's about giving people an experience. It's about generating feelings in them, insights in them, so that they absolutely want more of that. I want them to be desperate to work with me when we finish those calls. Of course I do. So at the end of the call, and this is only, there's a massive caveat to this, this is only if I think that I am the right coach for them. Remember when I said before, I don't want to have to do any convincing or any persuading of any kind because that will set me up for failure. But I do need to know that I have the skills and that person is a good fit for me. So as long as I believe in my heart that I'm the right coach for that person, Then I just ask a simple question. Would you like to know what it looks like to work with me moving forward? And that's a yes or no question. They can answer yes or they can answer no. So this goes against everything you've been taught about sales, which is to ask all of the open questions and all of that kind of thing, right? And of course, when you're having a two way conversation and you're trying to elicit information out of someone, so particularly in coaching, in the bulk of the call when we've been coaching together or I've been advising them, then you know, there will be lots of open questions, but at the end of the call, there's a simple question. Would you like to know what it looks like to work with me moving forward? And then just stop talking. You know, so often we keep talking when we don't need to. This is, I want my voice in your head at this point saying, it's not your job to persuade them. And then if it's a yes, please, yes, I want to hear about what it looks like to work with you, Jill, please tell me, then I just run through the logistics of hiring me. They've asked for that information. What slots I have available for weekly calls? You know, what does the email support look like between coaching sessions? And of course, you know, how much does it cost? And it's very easy then to give them that. They've asked for that information. So it's really easy to just present that information. And I tell you one thing. And this is hard to do. This takes some practice, but if you can master this, your signups will be all the more robust. They will be the right clients. They will be resounding yeses to work with you. And that is actively encouraging prospective clients to think about it, to think it over. If that's what they need to do, because anything less than 100% yes, I'm dying to work with you means that it's probably not right for either of you. Okay. So I hope that this has given you some food for thought and that you'll now go away and mull this over, mull over how you can use this paradigm shift when it comes to enrolling your perfect clients, those high ticket clients who really need you. Go back, replay this one. I feel like this is an episode you're going to want to play a couple of times. You know, like there's some episodes like that on a podcast. I have Podcast I listen to where I tell you what, I do is I do bookmark episodes where I think, hmm, I'm going to really want to come back to that one because I think this is a paradigm shift. This is a real insight that is going to pay dividends. It will completely change the energy that you put out there. Your job is to give information that allows a client to decide whether you are the right person for them. Your job is to give them everything they need to know, to know that they need you. So of course, I have a very simple question now for you listening. Would you like to experience what it's like to work with me? This is very meta, isn't it? I love a bit of meta. Listen, if you would like to experience one of my breakthrough sessions, 60 minutes of business coaching, over things like this. Questions like, I'm not enrolling enough clients. How do I attract the right clients? Why do I keep attracting the wrong clients? If you want some clarity around that kind of thing, then I want you to click on the link in the show notes and apply for a breakthrough session with me. Do it today. Remember, nothing changes without you taking action. Okay, listen, I hope you've enjoyed this session. Bookmark it if you think it's one that you want to return to. And have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favor, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.